Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening. I'm Robert A. Wilson with Cowboy Wisdom Visionary Vitality. And my guest tonight is Elizabeth Rose, and I'm waiting for her to call in. Uh, And anyway, we'll just wait a minute here and see what's happening. Anyway, tonight... Anyway, tonight we're going to talk about different things. And, you know, life happens when everything isn't copacetic and everything uh, to make everything go according to oil and everything to be. And speaking of a wise, beautiful lady, Elizabeth Rose is my guest. Elizabeth Rose, the lioness of angels. Elizabeth currently works Hi, at Rob. Emerging Psych. Hi, how are you doing? And anyway, we're just going to go right into the show. The lioness, lioness of angels is here. So anyway, Elizabeth, tell us about the lioness of angels and how your integrated therapist, integrated therapy actually expands people's lives. Well, yeah. Anyway, that came to open up to different modalities of healing and brought us started to understand more, which is where it comes from, as you know, and um, ended up that I took um, an NLP course here in Phoenix, Arizona. Then I took a um, hypnotherapist certification course here in Phoenix, and that was an hours. That was not just coming in and going for a weekend and saying, oh, my God, I'm certified. You know, I'm going to make sure that I knew what I was doing. And he also gave a, an integrated therapist, and I said, I want to do that. Because my point is, is that we should be able to open up box for every client and use all the different modalities that we know. Not just tech to just one. So that's my whole point, and that's what I like to do. I, my intuitiveness certainly adds to it. Um, first time I ever left my body. I don't know if I ever told you this, but the first time I ever left my body, and um, you know, because our spirits can leave our bodies if we are in meditation. And the first time I ever left my body that I knew about was actually in my certification course for integrated therapist. And teacher had opened up the class with this and, and, and with a meditation and when it was done he looked at me and he says, You want to tell everybody what for you were? <laughs> And, and, you know, it, isn't it when we go to integration, ain't that integrating our inner selves into living, into understanding that we're, we're, we're fragmented on the inside, so we're fragmented in the outside? Of course. Because, you know, what? integrating yourself is exactly that. It's knowing who you are. 
Uh, Elizabeth Rose, we got a couple callers. You ready to take a few callers? Of course. You know that. I knew that, but I had to ask. Anyway, 719-539. Good evening, and where are you calling from, and what's your name? Uh, this is Michael, and I'm calling from Colorado. Hi, and Michael. Anyway, Hello. And Michael, Elizabeth Rose has a, a radio show on AZ Radio every Saturday night, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. And Michael is a regular... One of the one of the uh, caveats of the show with his wisdom, <laughs> and you get to expand. So how are you? Let me tell Mike? you what. Let me let me put it this way. Michael is my right arm. Okay. All right, Michael. In California, <laughs> that makes sense to me. Michael's so like my right he, arm. He. Go ahead, Mike. Well, oh. Well, I just called and listened to the show because I can't find an end blog talk. <laughs> He's been doing that for how many years now? Oh, gee, I don't know. See, Three or four. Been a few. I've lost track. So I know it's more than that. And you know, he he has his own wisdom. He actually he thinks you do, Rob. Yeah, we've had some good. I've been on Elizabeth Rose's radio show, and Michael has been very, very uh, astute in conversation, and I really enjoy it. Yep, yep, yep. He uh, he anyone, goes about it in a way that most of us don't, but he he gets his point across. Yes, he does. And anyway, yeah. Michael, uh, if you don't care, we'll put you back on hold and see what the other caller has to say, if that's all right with you. That's that's fine. He, Go wa- ahead. he wants to be able to listen to the show, too, because that's the yeah. way he listens. Okay. And he can listen, and now uh, I'm going to go to... Six six one eight four six. Good evening. Who are you, and where? And who are you, and where are you calling from? Hello, this is Michael, and I'm in California. <laughs> oh, the other I'm hand, I'm to my left hand. What's because there's it was, Michael and Michael, and it's the M and M's, and they're like one's my right hand, right. Arm and one's my left arm. Okay, guys. Thank you. Uh-huh. I love this. Thank you for, for calling in. And anyway, Elizabeth Rose, but how is the journey that we think we're taking in the physical world actually an, un, an opening and discovering of ourselves and our own talent, do you feel? Because we have to learn who we are first. It's very important, guys. You know, and if you don't know who you are and you don't clear away all the madness, you never know what is there. And when I talk about the madness, I'm talking about the stuff that it, it chatters in our minds that keeps us from doing what we want. And we need to change that. And I think that's what you do a lot, Rob, with what you do. Well, you know, it isn't. It's really expanding out of what I. For me, it was expanding out of what I know because that kept me locked into yesterday. And how do we 
you know, something I learned and expand into when I use the word mind, I know instantly I'm in the memory. So if I use the, the stimulation of who I am, I expand out of that. So, but, you know, the thing is, it's really the biggest fear I feel I ever had, what I was really scared to know is to trust my own talents. How do you feel about that? I can understand that. I mean, I knew somewhat of what I know since age five. And I was scared to death of it. I wasn't scared at age five, I take that back. But I would go to my grandmothers who were my, they were like my godsons, I should say. Not to say that I don't love my mother very much and my, and you know, and I had a father. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about the fact that my grandmothers, my grandparents, both sides, taught me different things, but were really my godsends in, in different ways, if that makes sense. And I was blessed to have that. And they, they taught me not to be scared of who I am, but they taught me as I got older and I was away from them and they passed, that I, that's when I became fearsome. I, I became scared. Nobody knows. You know, you're a teenager. All of a sudden, you're, you're, you're knowing this stuff and you, you know, you, you just, it scares the heck out of you. So that's why I say getting to know who we are as we, as we progress along and accepting who we are, that's the key. And, and, you know, isn't it the truth that when we go on the journey, we're really just getting to know ourselves? Of course. That's what life's about, and, getting to know who we are. Yeah. And isn't it, how else would how we you, know anything? And how is it through the people we meet is really showing us who we are? That happens all the time. You know, it really does. Um, I've not had an easy time, as everybody usually knows about me. A lot of domestic violence with my marriage. But you know what? I don't hate him for it. I hate. I, I do hate how it affected others and what he did, I should say. But I don't hate him. I can't. Oh, my counselor's nuts with that one. But at any rate, what we all need to understand is everything that we happens to us, whatever may seem disastrous, terrible, awful, you know, the most awful thing that we've ever had in our lives actually gives us much more than that. It gives us an understanding. It teaches us to see who we are, how we got through it, and if we can do it, anybody can do it. That's what I talk about. I'm just a normal woman. That's all. Ain't that no matter how much money or how much anything we had, that's all we are as normal people? That's exactly it. And, and, and I came to understand it very much after I left that marriage. I was in um, the Baltimore, Washington, D.C. area. I was blessed enough to come in contact with, oh, you know, attorneys' wives. people from affluent society that were in the same position I was. And I had never, I I finished high school and never, I I didn't, I took 
um, one semester of, of college before I had to, to, you know, to bow out. And, um, but it, this, this made me understand it didn't matter that I didn't have a PhD. It didn't matter how much money was made. What mattered was plain and simply. It could happen to any of us, and we can all learn lessons from this, and we can be who we are, and we don't need all of that. We're people, and, and just like everybody else. And now you just said a word. How do we think, how does part of us thinking we need others just to live, and we need friends, and we need everybody else, so we listen to them rather than ourselves? What we need to do is to understand that it can happen to anybody, anywhere, anytime. And when I talk about it, I'm talking about um, all the chatter in our mind, all the, the things that happen to us that we think is the most awfulest things in the world, all the things that are great that can happen to us in our world. Meeting people that opens up our minds, meeting people that says, oh, my God, you can't say that, who shuts down our minds. This alone and gives us a choice. Gives us choice, Rob. And we can make decisions about who we are and what we can believe in and what we can't believe in. Are we going to mess up sometimes? Sure we are. Everybody does. And whoever doesn't think, when you feel you never make, a, you never energize or create or whatever word you want to use, a learning lesson and life-expanding lesson, how do you really stay the same and really just stay in that blame and shame game to you, Elizabeth Rose? But see, you can't stay in the blame and shame game because there is none. Think about that. Now, what did I just say? There's no blame. There's no shame. That's where I was at. I was, oh, I was, I was terribly ashamed. Terribly so. It, in the shame game, and I've been there too, whoever says they haven't is trying to tell somebody a miss and a learning lesson. When you're in the shame game, which I, I I understand, how do we avoid we take blame and shame rather than accepting responsibility for our actions and whatever went on? Do you feel, Elizabeth Rose? I think that what we need to do at that point is to understand and believe in what we know about ourselves. All right, listen to me for a second. How did you survive this? What did you do that was different than what anybody else would have done? Did you make a plan? I did all those things because I knew I had to. I was no longer going to be a victim of anything. Plain and simple. Call it what you want. We can all become victims of, of our everyday lives. But I decided I was not going to be a victim. And isn't that about as simple as it gets is just quit being a victim of your own thoughts? Yep, yep. 
Because if you're not, let me put it this way. If you're not doing something that's, you know, helping you with what you think you need, okay, do you, one, do you really need that? Two, what are you not doing that you could be doing that's going to give you that? Three, so now, what steps am I taking to take care of that? Because you have to do something different. If you don't, you're stuck in a rut. And boy, it never changes, does it? And it's and it's a it's it's just a thought process of every day, who we are, what we do. Are we're just in the spin cycle? I want to cycle. tell you. I think I think Juan. Let me put it this way. I think Juan. You know, my father passed away in 1994. He was my first abuser. When he passed away, I went to the funeral, and I, and I had my say, and I said, you know, I just, all I ever wanted was this. And I told him what I wanted. And I said, and I just never felt that I got it. And, I, you know, I'm sorry that I didn't. That's why I put it to him. It wasn't a blame. I was just sorry that I didn't get what I wanted from him, you know? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Right. So then, all these years later, and, and believe me, it's been an experience because I have two younger sisters. Well, they didn't live that life. They didn't see that. <laughs> and they really didn't live that life, and they didn't see it because I did. So does that make it that's a part of going through what we do. Others do not have to go through what we did. Okay? Does it make it better? It does if we learn from it. Since then, I've, you know, came in spirit contact with my, my father, not only through my mediumship, but through other mediums who came to me and, and described him and told me things that nobody else could have known. And I'm like, yeah, well, I know who that is. And, you know, but he, I've come to understand that I could tell him, I forgive you, I don't forget what you did, but I forgive you. You're still my father. And I think that's where we come to terms with ourselves. When we come to a point of where that we understand what happens, it doesn't matter what happens. We just have to end up understanding some way or another. It may not come right away, but we have to understand. Now, here's and when we do, we're me. set free. In forgiveness. Isn't it just forgiving myself? Well, use me for example. It is. Forgiving myself for taking blame for something I didn't do. Well, yes, exactly. Of course. Like I said, we can get forgiveness anytime, any place, anywhere. Do we need to forget it? No, we don't. But on that note, notice this. Because we don't forget it, the only thing that means is that we don't allow it to happen again. Who's the football player right now who's up for charges of child abuse because he whooped his kid? 
Does anybody else know oh, that one? Oh, Adrian Peterson from the Vikings? Okay. Yeah, yeah. The Vikings guy. All right. When they showed, I saw the picture of that kid's legs after he'd gotten whipped. I felt that. Do you know why? That's what my dad used to do to me, except he'd make me go out and pick out the, pick out the switch and bring it in. My body looked like that when it was done. Yeah. As long as I can remember. My sisters, they don't remember that because they really, he didn't make them do that, but I was the oldest, okay? But that's what I remember. So when I see kids like that and pictures of that and things like that, I, you know, it, it, it almost enforces me to say, that's still abuse. You don't have to do that to correct a kid. You really don't, guys. You just don't. I'm not saying a kid shouldn't be spanked. I spanked my nieces, my, my one niece especially, all the time because of little things. But I didn't, you know, take a switch to her. I didn't. I couldn't. So that's my whole point. I guess, if nothing else, when we talk about these things, and what do we get from it, how do we learn, then we know what's right and what's not right. We feel it. A lot of people have their own opinions. Was it abusive or not? I don't know. I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, no, no, no. You know, I was, I was whipped. It didn't hurt me. As a child, I became the adult that I am, responsible. I get that part. But I have my own scars from that. And it is what it is. Yes, it is. And Elizabeth Rose's website is ourworldproductions.webnote. W-E-V-N-O-D-E. Actually, not. Not anymore. No, no, not okay. anymore. Actually, the best place to reach me would be over at Facebook at Elizabeth okay. Rose. Yeah, or even on Skype, Elizabeth Rose slash Our World's Productions. Yeah, I don't really have a website right now. I need to get a new website up. Anybody willing to help me get a website up? I'll love you forever. And she's also because every Saturday, Thursday and Saturday nights on I do, Hayes, yeah, I do two Hayes shows. Me I do radio Thursday network. and, yep, I do Thursdays and Saturdays. Wait, guys, I do do readings and I do intuitive readings and, you know, and when somebody asks me if I'm a psychic, I just laugh at them and go, no, I'm psycho. <laughs> but it's my favorite joke. If they don't get that, that's not my issue, you know? But uh, is it the one thing, I like I tell everybody, they tell me when I'm crazy, I say, yeah, I'm just waiting for you guys to get here. You're saying this is going to drive you here. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, you know, I I look at it this way. This is my weirdness. This is who I am. And if you don't like it and you can accept and understand that, thank you. That's my, my, my gift, you know. And... But I, I want you all to know 
that everything I do and everything I was given was God-given because God loves me. And he saved me from a lot of different times that I almost lost my life. And there had to be a good reason. This is one of them right here. But here's a, something that I'm really expanding into. You know, it's like the deal in the Middle East. They're really not in war. They're in search of peace. Would you say that? I would say that because you know what? It, it's it's like, well, I can tolerate some things and I can't tolerate that. So, yeah, I do. I get that. Now, the ISIS group, I think they're just evil and they're, you know, they're out to, I want attention. That's a different matter, you know? Well, they're, that's they're not the same as Gaza. Well, that's not Gaza and that's not Israel. That's not, you know, all the other stuff, okay? It really isn't because they want a solution to this in Israel. They just don't know how to go about it. But the ISIS group, that's another thing altogether. I think they want attention because they, they, just, they want to cause destruction. They want to hurt. And you can't tell me if they want to do that, that that's not evil. And, you know, it isn't, it's the evil they feel on the inside is what they're putting out for, don't you feel? Well, this, well, what it is, you want to hear this one? It's control, it's abuse. Just like Jim Jones, who took all those people to Hawaii to drink all that Kool-Aid because they believed in him. Somebody that believes in somebody who said, oh, my God, we need to kill all the, you know, these people that don't believe what we do. We just got to do it. And they've convinced people that they got to do that. And it you know, it, money. And, and you know, here's something that just come to me, and this is about as probably as pure. And it's not going to sound good, but is it really James Jones's fault or the other people for allowing themselves to be brainwashed, or is it fifty-fifty? Now, let me tell you what, I think it's about 50-50. You know why? Alrighty. And I mean this on most people, whether you're, I don't care what quality you are, whether you're on Facebook or that you want to bring up, we all want something to believe in. We want something to grow, to grow and hold on to. We really do. And for some people, it's ISIS because... They just out of the elf and convince you it's like mind brainwashing. Okay? Yeah. Think about NLP. Think about NLP. We can get people to do whatever, you know, it's what they want, but think about that. Not change a person's mind thoughts? Sure, we can. But it's to their advantage, don't forget. Okay, you get a group of people that don't understand that being a terrorist and doing all this stuff is not to their advantage, but they think that it is. They can do what you're, you're bidding, you want. 
not a good thing. No. You know, for you know, members, back. Oh, I was ahead. just going to say, back in World War II, we used cold talkers that were Navajos. Yeah. And we used a lot of psychic things back in World War II that nobody talked about. In fact, Hitler was absolutely engrossed with people that he thought had psychic abilities. Same thing goes on today. Come on. The very same thing. Because it's all about mind control. Make me, you know, I will give you lots of money and pain and whatever if you can just help me with this. And that's what people do. And I think that's what's definitely going on in the Middle East. And don't get me started on Russia. <laughs> oh, oh, Putin, he, he plays us like, Mr. I Putin, think he just yeah. plays us. Well, see, but you know what? He puts himself out there that he has confidence and people believe him. Okay? Yeah. Yep, that's absolutely true. And any person that puts herself out there with confidence... And people believe him. They got it made. Look at him. He rules a freaking country. Yes, he does. Does it make him better than you and I? No, it doesn't. Because I'm like you. I think he's full of crap. But he's good at it. But he you know. is. That's like any and, other rulers of any other country. And, you know, the thing about him is he comes off, he uses, he's like a, he's actually a martial arts expert, and that instantly makes people think he's something else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sure. So, anyway. That's just like um, being a psychic. And that's like being a psychic. People think that you or something else that you're not. Think about that. Yeah, I see that. Yep, yep, yep. So, you know, I just keep a low profile for the most part. I don't, you know, I do my shows. I just, you know, people that want to be a part of my life are. If they don't, I don't get all upset. And, you know, that's the thing. But what do you feel that the world is at. All the challenges in the world, what do you think they're asking all the people for to expand out of that? I think the bottom line is is that they all want somebody to believe. Every one of them. And I think it bottom lines out at faith. Hang on. All right, now we're good. But I think it all bottom lines out at faith because people have to have faith in something. If they don't have faith in something, and I don't really care what it is. I don't care if it's... Oh, I'm sorry, there's a dog going down the street. She's watching. So, but if you don't have faith 
and yourself, faith and something. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a religion, but it has to be a belief. Then you're kind of running around lost in the sea. But if you have faith in something, whether it be yourself or what you believe in, you've got a steering rod. You, you see what I'm saying? It's like being on the boat. Yeah. So, and I think that's what most people in this whole wide world, I don't care what country you're from, are looking for. You talk about India, Bali, you, Australia, New Zealand, any of the South American countries, especially. Because look, they've got the Pope. And he came from, you know, a, a, and, and things are changing slowly. Yes, they are. But it is yes, what it is. Are. And this is where the world goes, guys. And we have to understand and make our own beliefs. Don't believe in what I say. Don't believe in anything unless it resonates with you. Feel it's good, then it's good. That's what's good. It's good for you. That's that faith. That's all I and care. That, Just have faith in yeah. you. And, you know, that's all very true. And it's Elizabeth Rose. You can find her on Twitter, Facebook, and at her on her radio shows on HZE Radio on Thursday and Saturday night. Elizabeth Rose, we've run out of time. And it's always an honor. I know. So give the people some wisdom, and I'll close out the show. All right. The contact number for getting hold of me, guys, is 602-910-4296. If you can't read on Facebook, you have, you know, avenues that I have, Twitter. But, you know, contact me again, 602-910-4296, and leave a message if I don't answer the phone. You know, we're here as Rob is, and, and I love Rob's little blogs that he does because they mean a lot. They get us all to think. That's what we all need to do in our world is think. So with that, I give you my blessings. Namaste. And I want to give out the number one more time to reach Elizabeth Rose. It's 602-910-4296. And I want you to pay attention to something and hear what what Elizabeth Rose said. She says it with honor and integrity and with a clearness to expand your life. Thank you, Elizabeth Rose, and all the listeners for being here tonight. Thank you, Rob, for having me. And good night, everybody. We'll be here Thursday night, and we'll do this again. I do this twice a week, and I really love seeing the world expand. And good night.